My Crazy Family. It's the brand new podcast that we have officially launched that you can now subscribe to and you can now share your crazy family stories to as well. You're about to hear a 15-minute preview of My Crazy Family. While you're listening, be sure to search My Crazy Family on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download podcasts and press subscribe. Brand new episodes every single Monday and Wednesday of each week, jam-packed with crazy family stories that may make you and your family feel quite normal, (laughs) or maybe not. Search My Crazy Family wherever you download podcasts, press subscribe, and then share your crazy family story as well. Enjoy this 15-minute preview of the My Crazy Family podcast. You know, it's one thing to have a love and affection for your pet, but sometimes, you know, it goes a little bit too far. I'm not even sure I'm one to talk about this. I have 30,000 pictures of my cats on my phone, but but we'll we'll talk later. (laughs) A family that's horse-obsessed today on My Crazy Family. My. My. Crazy. Crazy. Family. Family. My. Crazy. Family. Welcome to the program. Be sure to press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. And on Apple Podcasts there, you can get advanced episodes of the show. You can get the full archive of the show, all commercial free. Yes. Just sign up through Apple Podcasts. You can do a yearly or a monthly uh, membership there on our uh, channel and uh, get access to My Crazy Family Plus. So do check that out on Apple Podcasts and press subscribe wherever you download podcasts. It's Tony and Stacey Cole with you on today's episode of the program. What's going on? And it's snowing. So I, I want to remind people that before Christmas, we are going to be giving away a $500 Amazon gift card. And what we need you to do is review the show. It'd be awesome if you were nice about things, but if you're not, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're one of those negative people and want to leave us a review, go for it. It still counts. Um, and just send a screenshot to uh, contest at crazyfampod.com. And we might get you a $500 Amazon gift card that you can use to cheer yourself up if all you do is is send people horrible ratings. Yeah, I would uh, I would uh, get it and I would put a, an Alexa in every room of my home with a gift card so I could be monitored at all times. And then at just random oh. moments, it just starts speaking to you. <laughs> oh, wait, I already did that. It, yeah, it does happen. Alexa. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. She She's heard- terrible. She heard that through the headphones <laughs> and it wasn't that loud. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yes. Alexa is. Yeah. Mine's giving me instructions on how to reconnect to she the is internet. two rooms away from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it, it, the things it's just too much. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's listening. It certainly is, uh, is listening. Uh, let's jump into our first story of the day. All right. It begins like this. I absolutely adore my family. But I hate the fact that I rarely get to see or talk to them because the horse lifestyle takes priority over everything else in their lives. Unfortunately, that's extremely common in the horse world as well. Having grown up in it, I've seen so many backward things like that where horse people prioritize that hobby, which is really their entire lifestyle, over everything else. When I rode growing up, I had trainers frown upon me prioritizing my job and family and even had them suggest that I call in sick to work for my lessons, which was just insane to me. 
It's a pastime. And the only way I could support it was with a job. And no way does a pastime ever come before my family. I'm just really frustrated because my family owns a horse farm. So I rarely ever get to see or talk to them. And it makes me sad. I feel like I'm put on the back burner for their barn family and the horses. And though I grew up in the horse world, I never wanted horses to consume my entire life and always wanted a life outside of them. So I never really fit in with the horse people. And therefore, I guess I don't fit in with my own family, which is depressing as hell. I don't know why the horse world is so obsessive like that, because I'm not sure of any other hobby in which people will exclude those who aren't equally obsessed with it. Honestly, I'm so sick of horses. I hate to even look at them. Mm -hmm. But I can't escape them because my family is so heavily involved in that world and can't seem to get away from it for an hour. I'm beginning to resent the horse world as well since it's consumed my family and I always found it to be extremely toxic and have so many terrible memories growing up in it. I hate to be this way, but honestly, if horses went extinct, good. I'm so sick of them being part of my life and I want a completely horse-free life so freaking bad. I understand. I understand uh, this a bit. Uh, like 15 years ago, I, I dated fairly seriously a girl who was very, very into the equine culture. And yeah, I tell you, it's um, if it's your thing, it's your thing. And and that's cool. But if it's not your thing um, or you're just kind of like you can't like be passively involved in it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, either you're into yeah. it or you're not. It's not like a passive sport. Uh, and they all, it's, it has its own language. It has its own passion. And people who are into it talk about it like it is the end all be all of everything. And I'm not saying that's bad. It's, and, and they, right. they kind of stick together. Cool. A lot of groups do that are into something that there's that sort of passion for. And I think it's a good thing that there's people that have that sort of passion for that type of animal. But if you're not part of it, it's a weird, hard world to, to get into if you're truly, you know, not into it. Cause they'll, they'll, they'll sniff you out, pardon the pun, but they will, they'll, they'll tell yeah. if you're faking it or just kind of going along with it. And you will eventually get burned out too. If it's something you're not that cool or into it, it's just like, you know what I, I remember the, cool. the, the advantages I had back in those days were a lot of the uh, horse things that she would go to were at wineries. <laughs> so, I would what? Uh, at, no wait a minute. Yeah, what, what what they had like uh, they had stables and they would have horse shows. It, it was just in Upper Michigan, and there was several that had like stables and everything. And they would do, uh, like we're not talking like rodeo, yeehaw, cowboy, uh, equine racing. We're talking more like polo type style, uh, dressage, um, very um, disciplined type uh, uh, horse dancing for oh. lack of a better term where they're like wearing yeah. very proper type suits and outfits. Um, and it it's, I don't know what the word is, but it's not, it's not uh Yellowstone. It's more like New Hampshire uh, or Connecticut. So, right. and yeah. Isn't it funny too, in the horse world, how there's like two different sets of outfits. There's the, the cowboy boots and the hat and the jeans mm -hmm. and the flannel shirts and then on the other side, there's, I don't even know what they're called, but probably the dressage um, 
outfits. You know, I mm-hmm. like I said, I don't know what they're called. I'm not a horse person, but there's it, it's like the polo outfits. So mm-hmm. there's there's two different styles of attire for horse people. Yeah. It, it's just it's a weird culture mm-hmm. and it's I've known people um in the veterinary world mm-hmm. that are very wrapped up in their horses and and I understand why because they require a lot of attention. It's not like a cat where you just clean the litter box, feed them and give them a pet once in a while. You've got to pay attention to these animals. They are expensive. Mm -hmm. They're big. They live to be 30 years old. So they are quite an investment and I totally Mm -hmm. get it. Sure. But there is kind of this like culture around it that if you're not part of it, you are not part of it. You are an outsider. So it uh, it gets a little bit weird. Yeah. Lots of... uh, Interesting things in that world. What else we got? My boyfriend is the most amazing person, and I can't imagine not being with him. Just a little background. He is from South Korea. My mom always said that she finds it, quote, so hard to talk to him because he always seems nervous, unquote. She said that, she said that, she said this as soon as she met him. I admit he's a bit more shy and reserved, but I'm kind of the same way. He's been having car issues and didn't want to bring it to a mechanic. So my dad helped him today, but my mom made it into a thing that he lacks being assertive and that he would never bring the car to be fixed had it not been for her dad. She also said that he's so scared to even ask somebody for help. She stated that he won't ever stick up for me, that his anxiety is so noticeable and can only progress and that I really need to think if I want a future with him. She even saw him today and noticed that he seemed a bit jittery. And she said to him, are you cold or nervous? I gave her the deepest of glares. Like, I'm so embarrassed that she would even say that. I noticed my boyfriend seems fine around other people like my friends, his friends, other social situations. And yes, I see that he can have some anxiety. I have anxiety too, so I get it. I also don't know if him being more reserved can be a result of maybe his culture, but I don't know how to help him. And even if his anxiety is that bad, or if my mom is just making this situation big, I love him so much and I just don't know what to do. I think your mom's being a pain in the ass. I I think your mom is being a pain in the ass. Um, Because I mean, unless, unless. Yeah. I mean, unless this is like utterly debilitating and he's not leaving the house anxiety, then no, people have anxiety. And it sounds like she does too. I almost wonder how much the mom doesn't even recognize that that her daughter has anxiety or if she just has this idyllic you know, picture of her that, oh, that's not something you have to deal with or that's not something that you feel or go through. It, it, yeah, that's a very uh, real possibility. It's hidden in a lot of people. A lot of people can can turn it on and and turn it on and off if they need to, but deep down they're still feeling it and it's draining as fuck to be around people when you're faking it, but you can do it well. I can do it well. I, I was very much uh, an introvert uh, and very much shy. I, I learned how to be comfortable uh, in my skin by sitting in a radio studio with no one around <laughs> And, and then that helped me kind of open up and then going out and doing events and stuff. If it's up to me, if I had the fucking car dealership, when I was doing that stuff, I would sit in the corner cause I didn't want to do anything at those. Uh, but sometimes, oh, you got, yeah. but sometimes you gotta be up and talking and I can bullshit it, but it is draining. It is draining to me to this day to go to 
any sort of get together with people that I don't know very well. I hate it. I can do it. I can kind of bullshit my way through it. As long as there's someone there I know that can kind of help direct me around a little bit or give me some introductions. But if I go to something where I know no one, I don't know what to do. I really do not. I've gone to like like a father-daughter dance once in a neighborhood that I lived in and I tried to kind of chat, but it seemed like everybody already kind of had their click. And I, you know, I, I don't know how do you, how do you do that? I didn't know how to become part of clicks when I was in high school, more or less as an adult. Um, anything like that. I just, I'm not good. And obviously I do PR, like public facing things for a living, but it's hard for some people. But if you don't, if it's not, like I said, debilitating, then I don't think it's necessarily going to be a hindrance on your life. Yes, if the person's stuck in the corner of their home and not leaving and, you know, demanding that you stay there too, probably not a good match for anyone because that person's not in a healthy place. But if they're just an anxious person, mom can get the fuck over it. Yeah, and I'm not sure, you know, there could be some cultural things in here too, um, having to do with the potential mother-in-law. But... I just, I don't see that there's an issue here. Uh, the, the person's trying. Um, they seem to be in a, a good relationship, very happy with each other. So what? I mean, like you said, you have anxiety. I have anxiety. Yesterday, I was toying with the idea of going to order a pizza in person um, at a place that was three blocks from my house. Mm-hmm. And I chose not to out of like social anxiety. Yeah. I've I, I work you. from home now. I I haven't been out since Tuesday. Yep. And I just didn't feel like going out. I'm like, I don't want to deal with people. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you touched on somebody who doesn't want to leave the house, I went, uh-oh. <laughs> but I get it. But you it, do it's get a out. real thing. You, you do get out yeah. though too. You you're not it's not debilitating when you open the front door and you're like, "Holy shit, I'm going to, you know, curl right. up and die." Or I need like a right. a, a a foil blanket to get me out. Um, it's it's one of those things where it's it's just, yeah, some people just honestly don't like getting out. And the thing is, every time I do go out and do something uh, that I otherwise would have a perfect example relating to your pizza. So the other day, coming home, it was later. I didn't have time to cook dinner. I had chose to record that night. And I thought, let's, um, I could just get home and go on Grubhub or whatever and order uh something um but i thought you know the restaurant i wanted to order from is right on my way why don't i just run in there quick and we'll we'll get our food so did that really didn't want to do that because i didn't want to sit in there and wait and all that it was a a sub sandwich restaurant go in and what happens it takes like 30 minutes to get our fucking order of two sandwiches and there's nobody in the place and, and they're just so slow. Like one's cleaning the floor. One's like doing something on the back. And they're like, not even, I put the order in and they don't even start making it. They're just like, do another shit. And I'm like, um, can I get that? You know, cause I got to kind of get going here. Oh yeah. yeah. This is, what? this is an example of people being unaware of their surroundings. Unfortunately, <laughs> surroundings being you work at a fast food restaurant and people place orders. Then you make their food. Um, some people are oblivious of that. And I was just like, this is why I don't like going into places. Cause like this shit happens every time. It's the fucking mutant zombie people that don't know what the fuck is going on at half of these places. And you're just like, what the fuck? It really feels like the walking dead. Um, so we got our stuff and went home, but I was like, I should have just went online. It would have showed up at my doorstep. I didn't have to 
fucking sit there for a half hour and get, you know, kind of like, it's stupid, but I get anxious about it. It's like, come on, we got, I got to get going here. And like, what the fuck are you doing? You start analyzing the people like, what, what are they thinking? Like, what is going through their mind? Right. There? And you, you can't wrap your mind around it. It's like hearing the stories on uh, true crime today. You're like, how the fuck did somebody do this? Or why are they? And it's like, oh, well, this is how they're able to like murder someone and dismember them and then go and order uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> because because they can also do this. They can take the order from the person at the restaurant and just go along their day and never make it. Um, it's, it's fucking weird. But I, I also, I, I wonder if there's something else about... Want more of the My Crazy Family podcast? Well, you're in luck. There's plenty of episodes to start binging away on right now for absolutely free. All you have to do is search My Crazy Family wherever you download podcasts or on Apple Podcasts and find our program and press subscribe. My Crazy Family. Search for it now, press subscribe, and start binging away this instant. My Crazy Family. Enjoy.